Welcome to the What's In My Head podcast. I'm your host, Julian, and thanks for checking out the audio format of our show. If you want to watch these episodes, check us out on YouTube. Just type in youtube.com slash what's in my head podcast. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride as I bring you a piece of your childhood each and every week. Don't forget to smash that subscribe button here as well as on YouTube. Make sure to check us out on all social media platforms. That's where I'll ask you, the fans, to drop a question or two for our upcoming guests. You can find us on social media by searching at In My Head Pod. If you're digging the content, leave us a rating and review as that helps us and other fans of pop culture find us. Enjoy the show. Hello. Ladies and gentlemen, sitting in front of you. You weren't recording? Yeah, I'm recording right now, man. <laughs> you were recording before? No, I was recording right now, man. You missed it's- all the gold. You missed all that. I know that. I, know that. I, was trying, I was trying to get you guys to stop. Welcome to the What's In My Head podcast. Today, we're joined by Ed. Ed and fucking Eddie, man, your goddamn <laughs> childhood right here. Don't worry, we're gonna bring up this dick story right off the bat. They were telling a fantastic <laughs> story. And what better way to get everybody in the Ed, Ed, and Mo- Ed, Ed and Eddie moment than talking about the huge dong that Cinco D has? So please bring the story back up, Matt. Let's let's talk about dongs right now. <laughs> Uh, well, uh, well, gr- uh, greetings to my <laughs> brothers. Hi, boys. Um, uh, hey, hello. Hey. We were remembering a, a certain picture uh, that had been prescribed to us um, uh, at a, as a Christmas present. Um, and um, I have my, well, you know. <laughs> oh, fuck. It just went. Tony's up, having Tony's and, having the flashbacks and trauma, traumatic uh, experiences. He's going yeah, Ed's big talk on me. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. what's going on. It was on. a bit traumatizing because even I was like, "Hi, buddy," and I was like, "Whoa, where's that?" So you know. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, I. Uh, hey Tony, do you remember who drew? Was it like Scott or was it Jim Miller who drew it? I don't know. One one of the. Well, one I don't of, remember yeah. yesterday, man. Yeah, that's cool. That's. Cool. <laughs> but, but when. When we were at, when we would sometimes be invited to go to AKA and just chill, chill and hang out with some of the storyboard artists and stuff, just to see how everybody was doing, it was Danny liked us to kind of intermingle. So the, the artists and the voice people got together one time, you know, sometimes. But there was this nice posted picture of the Eds with bottomless, like no pants on, and it was like, <laughs> yeah, and 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 single D. Ed had the massive schlong that like went on Eddie's shoulder and <laughs> I, I you know I you know you kind of look at and you're fascinated but also repulsed at the same time and then I think I had huge cojones and a really small pecker and I don't know I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Tony's if, if Eddie had two maybe who knows <laughs> the double prong <laughs> the double prong dong I don't know <laughs> if anything comes out of this, hopefully one of the artists, and I've had quite a few of them on from Joel to, to Big Jim to Scott. Yeah. And then, like I said, I got Toomey coming on later and he's going to reach mm-hmm. out to a couple more people. And that pretty much wraps up almost everybody with the exception of a few voice actors here and there. Um, Aaron Fitzgerald's coming on later in May. And I think that's... Aaron! Yes. Aaron. Um, yeah, man. Like I said, before it went into a, a huge just dick talk, um, you know, like I said, right in front of you, you got Tony as Eddie, you got Sam as Double D, and you got Matt as fucking Ed, man. Like I said, it was it was wild because it's one of these things I always ask people, are you fucking with me whenever they tell me something? Because 90% of the time, you have to take people at, I don't want to say face value, but people just talk and then, you know, very rarely do results happen. So when I had Matt on, I was trying so hard to get Sam on. And then somebody messaged Tony over here. 
And then I messaged Tony, but I didn't want to seem like that jealous girlfriend. Like, I'm just going to message him, right? And I was like, nah, nah, I'm going to fucking delete it. I was like, oh. <laughs> I totally <laughs> deleted it, man. And then, and then Tony messages me back and he's like, hey, what were these messages deleted? And I'm like, oh, fuck, I knew this was going to happen. I should have just left them. But I was super stoned by the time I, I deleted those messages. So I was like, fuck it, man. I was like, this is what's going to happen. I've got Matt coming on. I've got Sam coming on. I would love to get you on. And somebody messaged him with the same message uh, through Facebook. And this is kind of how this happened. I was not expecting Tony to show up. because Yeah, I would never do it unless Matt and Sam were going to be there. Wow. Yeah, I mean, never. So, Matt, this is 100%. Like, Sam had to say yes. So, But, Matt, you had to reach out. And I, I can't thank all three of you, one, enough for not only the show, but spending some time with me today. Because, like I said, it's not going to break the fucking internet, but this is, this is, this is huge. Like you said earlier, I've never, nobody's ever had all three of them on at one time, especially post the show. I mean, you guys might've done little press junkets here and there when the show was no. on. Even then, though? <laughs> even then, because you know, that's what I'm talking about, man. Like, let's I'm just, all, like I said, the only reason I'm here is because both of them are there. Yeah. And, and when we recorded, we really disliked each other openly a lot. So like, you know, we all had like our own uh, trailer cars because we're voice actors, so we didn't have big <laughs> honey wagons. So like between each take, it'd be like, fuck you, buddy, right? And Suck like, it, Ed. Yeah. Hey, yeah. I can still do the voice. Yeah. Who would have thought? You do. It's great, man. I'm so glad you got cast as Eddie. It's like, it's pretty yeah. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> when was it like all three of you guys were together? Not like this, physically together. Was it the show? Oh, I think it was on Vancouver Island. Well, that was one of the last times that we got together. It's before, before the show was going to end, I think we had just done the big picture show or whatever. And I said, yeah. you never did a little road trip together. And uh, yeah. I had a place on Vancouver Island and we all took this trip together up there. And it was it was like the Ed's fighting and arguing the whole the whole. It was fun though. It was like we're sitting, you know, Tony's outside smoking a cigarette. He goes, "What the fuck? You said this is a river, man. This is like a fucking stream, man." And he's flicking cigars on him like or cigarettes into that. But please be careful of the environment. And, yeah. you know, that kind of shit. He's like, oh, "Whatever. Where's the beer?" And it was. Just and like, then I was like, "Bring out tequila." Oh okay. shit! Oh my. God. Yeah, there was a there was a bar down the road. We went to the bar. Hung yeah. out there and then came back and then it was uh, a bit of a it's shit so show, but it was wow. fun. very big shit I don't show. Remember that? Wow. Yeah. Wow. So we 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 had that one last hurrah together before we all went our different. Yeah, before. that was cool. Yeah. Tony went to Alberta. Woo. I mean, when you guys when you guys sit here and think about every, obviously you guys get approached for different things. Obviously Matt for one thing, Tony for another thing, and Sam being one Thanks. thing. One thing you guys all have in common. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is going to go one of two ways. It's either going to be an entertaining thing or it's going to be a clusterfuck. But it's a little bit of both right now. And I really, really enjoy it, man. Because when you've got uh -huh. more than just one or two people, it's very, very hard to get somebody's cadence. And then there's this one host that just doesn't shut the fuck up. But you got everybody trying to play their integral part, right? So I want to know. I, we had that story with Matt, but but Tony and Sam, whoever wants to go first, I don't know if you want to play rock, paper, scissors first to see who goes, or, you know, oh, I guess Sam's going to go first. But we heard how Matt got into AKA and voicing Ed, but how, Sam, did you get into Double D? And same question, Tony, how'd you get into Eddie? Well, you know, it was just like getting an audition as an actor for a character and, you know, and, you know, I immediately gravitated toward, uh, I don't even think I even looked at, uh, 
Eddie or single D Ed. I said, no, this isn't, that's not my wheelhouse. Well, they have this, little, they? this little weirdo oh. with the hat and the, oh. yeah. I was like, no, this, this is the guy I got to try and to, to do. So I just came up with a, he's, they said he mumbled a lot and I was like, okay. Cause he, if you go back to watch the series, the first three, four episodes, I think the voices evolve a little bit, but Double D was especially more mumbly. And then they kind of, he became more like loquacious and blah, blah, blah. But, uh, so I tried to find a kind of a raspy mumbly voice and I, you know, I had my first audition and then they had callbacks and there was two groups. And I remember going in with these guys. I think there was two different heads I, I went in with, or what, maybe there was two groups of uh, two three people. Yeah. 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 And then, but I, when I went in with these guys, I don't know. I mean, it's such a fucking long time ago, but I, I, I remember actually being in the room with these guys when we actually did the chemistry audition. Yeah. And I just remember going, this felt pretty good. This yeah. felt pretty good. It was pretty funny. You know, well, we all never so three distinct, distinct voices. Exactly. Like, you know, there's, you couldn't find three more distinct kind of like voices and personalities. It was uh, definitely couldn't find them, eh? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they could, man, but uh, it was awesome. Uh, so, what about you, Tony, man? Obviously, it's going to be just getting a call and you're going for an audition, man, but. Um, honestly, dude, I was super baked all the time. And, <laughs> and, uh, Danny Antonucci basically did it for me. Yeah. I got the guy knew me, I guess. And he knew how to get it out of me. I didn't, I went in there and started doing shit and Danny's like, no, no, no. He kept, you know, coaching. And then next thing you know, blah, blah. Like it's all Danny really, especially for my part. Like, I don't know. Like, what the fuck going yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you know what I mean? Well, I know Danny Danny. got a little crank going until he got what he wanted, and then oh yeah, okay. right? Like yeah, Danny's a genius behind it all. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I kind of just made the noises, right? He he's the one that got it out of me. <laughs> and then really. you guys would have smoke breaks together. True. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Get the rasp going. Yeah. Well, you know what? I remembered too distinctly that like we the three of us especially were confirmed that we'd one gotten the parts when obviously no one else showed up when we got that first session mm. but then when we kept getting called back and then when remember like remember the agonizing like i'd watch danny would be like he'd be pulling his hair out and like if smoking in the studio if he could because he was so frustrated because he's trying to get us to like get what he was trying to get us to get and when we'd finally get it he'd be like ah oh, all right all right, if that's the best you yeah. got. All right, when, when you get, yeah, but when you get the nod, you know it's yeah, it's this good. Mean, right? It's like so we knew that that was like all right, we can move on now. So yeah, we, man, we'd move on, right? It's like Danny knew what he needed, and we yeah. just had to try to give it to him, man. Absolutely, yeah, you know, and banging his head against the wall, going, "When are they gonna get it?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Tony. <did you> <laughs> Tony, did you have anybody else that you tried out for? Or was it always just Eddie? Just Eddie, man. Just Eddie. Yeah. Well, because no. I, I, th I think Danny knew ahead of time for the most part. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Well, isn't the rumor true though that you are a uh, part of his DNA at some part? I don't know. Maybe he could have been my dad. Who knows? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I always went with. So. Uh, we've we've kind of gotten the bricks out of the way as far as the foundation for how you got to who you got to be and, and who you got to playing and stuff. So I figure we'll do this one a little bit differently. I mean, other than 
the couple things like Sam, you said you were working on Ninjago. Is there anything else? Because we're just going to roll right into the fan question because I know Tony doesn't have too much long, but I do want him to hear a couple of these. Oh, I got time, you, man. You, you give her. You do what you do. I'll, I'll, I'm here to the end with these guys. This is probably the one and only time this is going to happen. So you'd give her. <laughs> oh, beautiful, man. All right. So let's let's take a step back. We'll get to those 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 questions and then what we're going to plug for you guys individually here in just a second, man. Um, but as this show progressed, right? Obviously, we talked about what was under Double D's hat, man. I want to know how many times have you giant dildo. question? Well, yeah, it's going to be a giant dildo, ladies and gentlemen. So I don't want to know your answers, but I would I would like to know, man, on a regular basis when the show was hot and heavy. How often do you think you guys in particular were asked that question? Uh, well, I, I, I yeah, that was the number one question pretty much. Really? A Googleplex. Yeah, a Googleplex. Uh, I think, too, the... the when this thing came out, it wasn't the way the internet was nowadays. It's like, fuck, now it's just, just yeah. crazy. I can't even imagine if the Eds came out now, just what it would have been like with people contacting you, obsessing about questions. I mean, I, you know, I still get letters in the mail from fans, but back then that was a, the big main way people would like contact you and ask <laughs> you questions. Today it would have been like, I don't know, friggin' every friggin' day 10 10 10 messages from people about what's under his hat but you know so it's a little different <laughs> i'm glad dildo my wasn't well, recorded, just, okay i i love tony's uh dildo uh answer i the one that i would give to people and it was based on a documentary I saw about these these uh twins conjoined twins in china well they weren't technically twins but one one guy had an open mouth on his head with like teeth and a tongue that moved. And I thought, and that was like two twins that went bad. And then I thought it's double D. So secretly he had this twin that went bad and it was, that's his other self on his head. And he covered it up to hide his brother. I, mean, I thought that was kind of a twisted way of looking at it. So I thought, yeah, that's what it is. He's hiding a mouth and a tongue and teeth on his head. And how he, better to shut it up than with a giant dildo. Yeah, well, there you go. And then, ah! then you, there you go. Then you stick, Shut then up. You stick, stick a dildo oh, in his head. That's, a mouth that's on the it right there. The it. It's a fucking mouth with a dildo in it. There you go. Boom. Bam. You heard it here. Yeah. <laughs> that's what you need with that, boys and girls. A, uh, that's like National Enquirer type shit right there. Totally. <clears throat> <laughs> well, it's either going to be a, an instant classic or a shit show and i, I like it's going to be an instant classic with you three i really enjoy it man an uh, instant classic shit show hey, yeah. either way man people are going to watch it and then they're going to be cool. sitting here talking like oh shit i never thought of there was a a twin that didn't make it so imported fetus on Double D's head, and they just nice. in order to you know keep him quiet. They jammed a dildo on the. Top. Well, that's the thing. Tony Tony's has the older brother who had all the sex toys, and he was this guy. So he probably would have been like, he would have been just, looking at Double D like, oh my god, look at that fucking thing. You got to do something about it. Poink. Oh my god, you know, put it on. And then you got to put the hat on to hide both. Okay, somebody out there animate that. There's talented animators out there. Go and do that. <laughs> Do a scene where he pulls up the thing and he looks at his fucking mouth on his head. He says, yeah. dude, my brother. And he sticks a dildo on his head. And he puts the thing back on. Somebody animated. I know. I know, imagine? I know. I know a guy. I know an animator. I'm going to reach out to him after. Because uh, with, with the show ending the way it ended, 
Uh, and it seemed like you guys, and by you guys, Danny really got to say everything you wanted to say with these characters, and you guys helped them along those ways. I mean, this is the last show, I think. I think you guys ruined the, sh ruined the cartoon industry in a sense, but in a good way. I don't mean that in a derogatory way. You guys ruined it in a good way because Danny essentially did what no other creator until him and probably since him has done. He got to tell his story his way with his people. You know, looking at, from just talking to you guys, talking to writers, talking to the artists, anything less than perfection was just not getting pushed through. You know, I, I hear all the time about the posted notes being left on storyboard artists, you know, said, did you draw this with your ass or, you know, where's the heart, where's the soul, you know, just shit like that. Um, so, so I guess you guys really got to say everything you wanted to say. And we're going to talk about the animator that I'm going to ask to animate that scene. But obviously, Tony, you said the only reason you came on here was for these guys. And I really appreciate you doing that. Yeah. Um, but I know this has been asked and it was asked at least four or five times. If the reboot were to happen, would you guys be willing to come back? I mean, two maybe, but Tony, would you be willing to come back if it did with all the same cast members? Dude, yeah, I don't know. Hey, man, I don't know is better than no. Oh, let's who who's gonna do it if if Danny's well, not anywhere near probably, it? Then it's not. You know what? I probably get talked into it. Probably. Yeah. I'm pretty sure if they had a dump truck full of money, just backing up, regardless of Danny being the punk rock guy he is, I, I hear so many stories. I haven't had him on yet. I'm still working. Put it, it this way. If Danny wrote it and wanted me to do it, yeah, I'd fucking do it. Yeah. We're going to make sure that, that hopefully that happens. And it, wouldn't, and, it, and it definitely wouldn't be for the money. Yeah. Well, I mean, nonetheless, man, it, it's, it's him coming and asking you guys to reprise this role. So if, if he were to do it, hopefully he would do it. But well, that's what I mean. If, if Danny did it and he asked, yeah, you got damn rights. I'd do it. Yeah. yeah. There, there's something that I noticed and don't let me forget about the animator. Um, but there's something I noticed with you guys and not just you guys specifically, but the writers and the artists, man, you guys have this very pack like family like mentality. How long did it take for you guys to really get into that family mode? Was it, I know you guys said you guys clicked right away when everybody started talking about <laughs> each other. But I mean, you guys going out doing trips and shit like that other than the last Vancouver one? Or what was it like? No. no. We had like lunches and shit. But... I, I, I think that the, 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 the time that I guess the voice people and the artist and, and producers and all got together was the Christmas party. The AKA Christmas parties was the the one time where everybody, you know, I know that those guys worked their asses off to make this, the, the storyboard artists, they fucking worked their asses off and it wasn't those are good fun parties. and it wasn't always easy, but the Christmas parties when they let loose and everybody really got- It was fun. <laughs> yeah. And, and there was a chance for us to all to get together and say, man, I love what you do, You're, you know, and everybody and was the like- white suit. Remember the white suits, man? Oh, crap. That was that was the AKA, what was the anniversary? I don't even know how many I years. Don't know. We all had like John Travolta Saturday Night Fever suits on, man. I, I still have the tape of that, but it's all gone fucked up. And I was hoping that I would be able to have the decent quality of it. But the sound was all messed up, but I still have some video of us walking around in our- Oh, wow, that was pretty good, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. That's just wild, man. I mean, I've, I've, the legendary Christmas stories, <clears throat> excuse me, I apologize. Uh, I've heard quite a few and quite a few of them I've actually had to cut out because, you know, during cancel culture, they don't want some of this shit getting out there. Like I had a really cool story that I'll tell you offline because Joel, oh, yeah. don't cancel me. <laughs> well, 
but some some of those guys are really really worried um you know and uh i, I heard a really good comic-con story that i'll i'll tell you guys offline because joel okay actually, did they, did anybody tell you about the gifts they gave away at the at the at I've seen a couple. I've seen the I've spank seen paddles. The spank paddles. I still have the spank paddle. Oh, you do? Okay, yeah, I do. And the yo-yo. I did yeah. yo-yo, but uh, Jono showed me. Um, I believe it was a spank paddle. It was either him or Big Jim. And then I seen some condoms. Um, yeah. And handcuffs. No, I haven't seen the handcuffs. It's oh. like every time I have somebody on, somebody brings something different. Yeah. It's always just seeing like the different different shit that everybody holds. I on. tried to use those AKA condoms and now I got two kids. <laughs> <laughs> that was part it was they were the joke condoms. They put holes in them. Damn it. Don't tell me then. <laughs> so what about you, Matt, man? Is there anything from it from a Christmas party that you remember? That's beautiful. I, you know it's funny because um, Oh, there's there he is right there. That's beautiful. Oh. I just remember because I don't drink a ton to begin with, but I got there's like some significant like um I I got so obliterated at a, at a few of those parties that I actually like now you guys are actually remembering that in my brain again because I actually forgot I forgot that we wore white suits and like I think. Yeah. It, when I was like singing on the stage at one point. I don't know yeah, what that was. Awesome. Was, singing. It was all right, eh? But uh, but yeah. So like that it was like anything that I'd been you know known to say partying on. Every time I got you know I went to a party, it was like it was like taken to like eleven and beyond. You know, wake up the next day and be like, whoa, Matt. You know, Matt's got to run twenty six miles the next day. He says, dude, I got to do a marathon tomorrow. Can I can't be getting wasted right now. <laughs> Oh, and then I just be so liquored. It's just like, oh yeah. Like I'm walking down Water Street back. I remember from one, I think it was called the Rainforest Grill. Yeah, like, that was that sick. Yeah. Out of the glass. Yeah. But the I glass awning. That's the only thing I remember of it. I remember the name of the building. I remember being inside at one point, but then I just remember the walk of I don't even I was <laughs> like I was gliding on my face to get home because it was just so hammered so yeah it was that <laughs> <it> was good <laughs> that's fantastic man uh, so, you know like i said I, I i won't keep you guys too long i know you said you'll be here till the end but i don't try to keep you guys any longer than i need to so what we're gonna do man so matt i know you said you're working on your book man you're in your your what did you say what was it the covid you said something um like COVID adjust because I was going to be running across Canada again, and because obviously with COVID we had to stay local, so I've done it locally. So, um, so the last chapter of my book uh, is is pertaining to that last chapter of this part of the run. So, you got a title yet? That's where I'm in right now. Right, well, right now it's called "I Run Like a Turtle." So it's because uh, I come by it honestly. I'm pretty slow, and uh, you know. Can I just say one thing that I needed these two guys to know, because it's the same thing with what like Tony was saying, he showed up because we both said we would, you know what I mean? Like that brotherhood, that for me is what I think is our lasting legacy as not only, you know, saying actors being able to be gifted to be able to, you know, lend what we have with, with this show. That to me was what was the solidification of us playing these parts but then, you know, as, as Tony said, like Danny actually like forcing it out of us because his vision was so strong for this show 
so we literally like we bled for that because everyone else we knew everyone else was doing the same amount of like commitment you know what i mean and so for for all the great reasons that's why i you know i think till the end of our days you know the three of us will be friends till the end because we went through so much together in the sort of confines of this studio right that's yeah, I love you guys what i take away from you know what i mean like those are some of my most amazing experiences being alive as a human being as an actor right is getting to hang out with these two lumps and you know um and, and get to do this show i mean that's that for me that's the gift right it's uh you know so there you go Said my piece i hate you i hate you both so much well i gotta say man thank thank you for sharing that man i really appreciate that oh. um but i know you said you're also running have they opened up how far you can run or are you still pretty much confined in canada as far as the marathon <laughs> well that's hilarious yeah well you know i don't actually get a pass out of my neighborhood just because of other reasons but that's a whole other different story uh no right now um right now i'm just staying local just to finish this thing and then as um you know when i get a shot in my arm um and we're allowed to be out in the you know more um my plan at this point is to go around north america again but do it do it in reverse this time so um that'll take me about 18 months to do so um so that's what i'll be up to all right man and then uh do you have a date so far are you still trying to kick it around to a publisher and did you do what i had uh what i'd asked you about earlier as far as putting up on um like gofundme shit like that where you can sell tears and then the fans will actually help you put that book into production as well. Uh, you know what? I just, on this one, I decided it's because it's my story. I thought, you know what? I'm just going to, I'm going to finance it myself first. I, I kind of, um, you know, maybe other things I'll throw out, you know, go find me. Like when, when I get out on the road with the tour, that'll be a different thing where I can say, okay, fans, let's raise a ton of money. You know? <laughs> Cause then I can give it back to the kids. So, you know, that, that to me is what feels better. So, right. Cause all about the kids. Matt. Really you're, a true, you're a truly beautiful human being, Matt, just so you know. Thank you, buddy. So before yeah. we get into the questions, Sam and Tony, uh, obviously Matt shared a beautiful story. I'm pretty sure you guys feel the same way. And that's all I've ever felt whenever I've talked to any of the writers. You guys kept it like a family. You guys kept it so clean, so tight, right? Um, but is there anything you guys would like to say before we roll into the fan questions? I don't know. I, I, I'm just amazed that you guys, like the fans the people that are passing on this show, I don't know, it's just a quality program. So whatever people are passing on to their kids now, like say people yeah. are going to be coming up to what I don't know, mm -hmm. what, 22 years now, it's going to be the 25th anniversary eventually. And it'll, it'll happen like this. We'll be like, what the fuck? It's 25 yeah. years now. And, and it's, it's people who are finding the show online and getting passed down to their kids. It's it's, it's on HBO Max now, isn't it? Yeah, right. And you guys, uh, you guys were trending for like two weeks when it hit uh, HBO <clears throat> when it hit HBO Max. I mean everybody was talking about it and talking about passing it down. I've got an eleven year old and I've got a baby on the way in the next two months. So we got another boy coming. Um, nice. So I've 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 shared this this cartoon with them as well as everything else I grew up on because let's be honest, with the exception of Ninjago Sam, because I like that one. My son watches that one too. There's a lot of shit. Yeah, there's like a shit cartoons out right now. There's nothing that's very good. There's nothing that has any substance, no soul, no part, no nothing. Nothing like these. Because, I mean, looking back at Edit and A, for me specifically, I lived on a cul-de-sac for a little while, right? So I had somebody like Eddie, like Double D, like Single D, right? I had the Ralston. 
somebody's in my house. The Rolfs, the Jimmies. If I get murdered, you guys will see it. Just make sure you guys put up the bat signal and say, hey, this guy got killed. Um, but, uh, but, you know, we all had these individual characters that every one of you guys played, right? I mean, so it meant something different for me, at least, right? I love this cartoon. You know, it, it I want to say it was like a troubling time when I watched this because everybody fucking says that bullshit. Oh, you kept me from suicide. You kept me from this. You kept me from that. I, I was a very happy kid, man. Easily adjusted, man. My dad wasn't in the picture, but who gives a shit? Most dads aren't in the picture. Um, you know, so I had a single mom. Um, and for some reason, it was just the first time I saw this. I don't know if it was what I later to came to find out was that boiling line, all that pent up energy and all you guys' characters. When they would animate it, it was always moving. So Danny used to say that it's because kids have these energy, energy, energy. Yeah, right. So, you know, I don't know what it was. Maybe it was that that caught my eye or maybe it was, you know, this, that or the other. Um, but this, this, this cartoon has stuck with me for so long, right? And I used to have a bird. And I don't, man, I don't know if I told you this story. I brought it up a couple times with some of the Ed Boy people. But I used to have a bird, right? And his name was Nacho. He was a little cockatiel. And the reason he's Nacho is because I'm a fat fuck. I work in the food industry. I like nachos. Who doesn't? Um, and he had these orange cheeks, right? So it looked like nacho cheese. Air, you know, therefore, his name is Nacho. I got him right around when Ed, Ed, and Eddie would hit every morning at 6 o'clock during the school year. God damn it. Um, and uh, that was a kick out. Uh, no, not that. I, I oh, yeah. That was, a, that was a very small one. Yeah, kicking in, man. Fucking birds, man. I don't know what it is, man. Uh, like, <laughs> all of a sudden, Julian's gone. He's just like. I'll share a story with you. Just, in, in just Continue with your natural the bird story, please. <laughs> But, uh, but, but, but with this bird, right? So every morning he would get up with me and he would hear the theme song for Ed, Ed, and Eddie, right? That Ed, Ed, start, right? And so with cockatiels, they mimic, they can pick up certain things. They can't have <clears throat> complex conversations with you because they're a fucking bird and their brains. Unless you're ripped. Unless you're ripped. And I got to <laughs> trust me, I got stories about edibles and animals, man. It's, it's fun. It's not <laughs> meant it to be, but it's fun. Um, so, uh, you know, so this bird over an entire school year, my fifth grade year, sixth grade year, something around that camera, I think it was fifth grade, um, learned this song, right? Mind you, at the end of the night, yeah, he knew the entire whistle, right? So at the end of the night, when you take birds, you put a little blanket over them and then it mimics the sun going down and them going to sleep. They shut the fuck up essentially, right? So when summer started at six o'clock, on the fucking dot, like Pavlov's dog, whenever he would ring a bell, this bird, every fucking morning during the summer, all I wanted to do was sleep in, and this little bastard sung the song. So not only did you guys speak to a little 10, 12, 11-year-old, however was however old I was at that time. But the birds guys, like it too, man. Dude, the birds love it, man. Think about that. You guys have an all a completely untapped market right now if you guys were to come back for this reboot if it ever happens you guys could play to the fucking birds sell out every time because they're just going to whistle like they did so even if they can't understand 90 percent of the shit you're saying they're gonna they can whistle right so you guys got right. that. <laughs> let me tell you one quick edible okay. story one quick edible story and then we'll get straight into the questions so you I have a sponsor? <laughs> I don't. You want to? You want to? Huh? Oh, well. Yeah. <laughs> this 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 episode has been sponsored by Matt, Tony, and Sam's Careers. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, if anything, the trajectory is up from here. But no, just on the side. So I took a fistful of edibles one time, 
And I didn't realize <laughs> whether my, my, the person I got them from that said, Hey man, take half as much because you know, they're, you know, strong or take all of them because they're not as strong. So like a soldier, I took all five or six cookies at one time. I didn't have shit to do. My kid was with my mom for the summer. I didn't have a job at that point. So I'm just going to hang out. Right. So whenever I get super stoned, I clean like crazy. Right. So I'm in there scrubbing the fucking toilets. Right. And then I didn't realize (laughs) (laughs) my female, my female Husky that I have, right. Her name is Ollie. Every time I get up, anytime I move, that dog is with me. I've had her since I got out of the Navy. And then, you know, when I came home with her, she was sitting on my lap the entire 12, 13 hour drive. Right. So this dog, you know, best, best friends. Right. So anywhere I go, she goes. Um, so I'm cleaning the toilets and then I hear hello. And I look around. I'm the only one in the house because my wife is at work. Right. And I look back and I'm like, no. And I look back. I'm like, no, she didn't say shit. Right. So I go back. I clean the toilets again and I hear Hello. I look back again. I'm like, are you talking? And then she's just looking at me, her tail's wagging. And I'm like, say something again, please. I've always wanted a dog like Scooby-Doo. I want somebody to fucking talk to. Because whenever I'm having a bad day, I go and get her and we watch cartoons and she just sits there listening to me talk shit, right? So I'm waiting, wanting, wanting, wanting for her to for her to talk. Didn't say nothing, right? Go back to clean the toilets, finish, flush, turn around. I said, I said, hello. And I'm like, fucking say it again, please, please, please. I'm looking at you. And I'm thinking that I'm going crazy, right? You guys remember that Warner brothers cartoon with the frog. Every time he would dance, this one guy saw him and then he closed the box. He go and show somebody and it never did it again. Right? So this is what I think is going to happen. I think I'm slowly going crazy that this dog is only talking to me when my back is turned. And every time I turn around, nobody's going to believe me. Right. And then she's like, pick up your phone. And I'm like, holy shit, you know, the word phone. And then she's like, this is your wife. And I'm like, Oh shit. So I look at my phone and I had butt dialed my wife at work. She heard the entire three, four minute conversation with my dog. She's like, who are you talking to? And I'm like, I thought the dog was talking. And she was like, how many? And I was like, well, we've only got the one dog. How many, what? And she's like, you know what I mean? How many? And I was like, no, how many, what? And she's like, how many cookies did you eat? And I'm like, oh, I ate all of them. And then she's like, they told you not to eat all of them. They were super, super strong. Ended up eating like 300 you know, milligrams worth of THC had a great fantastic chat with my dog but nonetheless man that was the first time i ever got some completely just obliterated thought my dog could talk uh but yeah so we're gonna roll into the fan question i don't know why i shared that story with you other than it was just i liked it but uh, <laughs> oh yeah my music make oh, sure yeah. you check out my music we're gonna Tony an artist spotify whatever apple store it's everywhere it's everywhere and it's, it's, it's all it's, original I make the sounds. There's no samples. It's all me. And drippy. You wish you would have had that when you were on those freaking edibles, man. I smoked on 420 and listened to us when I sent you a message. Yeah. Now my rocking chair. Drippy, yeah. Man. It was fantastic. So what about you, Sam? I know we got Ninjago. Is there anything else that you're working on that we can try to push traffic towards? Uh, uh, nah. There's another kid show, but it's little kids. It's not... How, how little? Because I got an eleven-year-old. He might like it. We can get at least one. Oh, okay. Well, it's uh, it's called Giganto or Gigantosaurus. It's on Disney. Okay. I play a, I play a bratty raptor. Okay. Cool. Yeah, man. I'll make sure that we check it out. We'll put. That, 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 that was kind of like that. People. Are, well, thank you for that push out there. For that, you really sound enthusiastic about that show. Maybe we won't bring you back, you little bastard. But uh, <laughs> and since <yeah>. Kessel. <laughs> <laughs> Not man, but nonetheless, I'll put all of the links into uh, Matt. I'll get the ones for your book uh, whenever, if you have a link that people can go and pre-order, you know, anything Absolutely. like that, as well as 
whatever thing you have set up for your run. This episode will drop this coming Friday. As soon as I found out all three of you guys, I was like, fuck whoever I got recorded for the last few weeks. They can suck a wiener. I'm putting these guys on first, right? So you guys are going on right away. So if you guys have your link for Spotify will be in there. Sam, whatever links you got, if you want to send them to Matt, or you can just send them to me, whatever you want to do, I'll make sure they're in the video as well. So people can just click, go support and do whatever they got to do. But getting into the fun thing and the animator that I told you guys about, his name is George Abington. Uh, He's doing, uh, have you guys seen on YouTube Peach Creek? He's doing somewhat of a revival where he's taking you guys as characters from the cul-de-sac. And it's, I think it's their last year in high school. Have you guys seen this on YouTube? No. no oh man i'll send you guys a link and you check it out if yeah. you want to if not you don't have to but it's fantastic this dude is amazing he's a very young animator from london he's living in australia i think he's like 22 he's doing all of this stuff pretty much by himself with a few artists here and there but it's fantastic um it, i think it captures you know what the ed boys would be doing if you know if and when they were grow- growing up um but getting to that he had the first question um and like i said george abington from peach creek he said, I think it's a general question for everyone. What's their favorite line from the show? And then did you guys ever have any influence over the art direction, composition, writing, <laughs> solely Danny plus the writers and storyboard artists? Danny was the show. Beautiful. And uh, my favorite line, if you guys remember, I think I only did it like, I don't know, two or 300 times was, um, yep, good times. Oh. Good times. Oh, don't yeah. bring that. Good times. Yep. Good times. Oh. You can imagine how traumatizing it is for me to hear it. You can only imagine how traumatizing it was for Tony to do it. Yeah. But what's more uh, annoying? What's under Double D's hat or your favorite line, Tony? <laughs> My favorite line. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dude, that, you have no that, idea. That might have that might have been the day that broke your soul. I don't know. But maybe covered, but that was that was a harsh Especially day. since we used the third one. Oh yeah, that's right. We you're gonna do 156 times. You know what? I think we had it on the third one. Yeah. 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 Did he intentionally do it just to fuck with you, or was he being you know? No, no, I just think it had a, had a certain thing in his head. Yeah. Danny had it in his head what it was supposed to be, and we were waiting to hear it. Yeah. <laughs> You know what I remember now is seeing your breaking point when you're, there was a vein in your in your forehead <laughs> and it start to just throb. And I'm just like, holy shit. Well, I don't know how many different ways you can say, yep, good time. Yeah. I don't well, know I remember, figured it out. Remember, well, a lot, apparently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> well, you remember when I get stuck in a laugh? It's like, he's not sounding like Ed. energy i was like oh my brain's exploding energy 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 and then i think i finally spit blood so like all right okay i have blood a few times yet really blood oh yeah yeah, man i tasted blood plenty are you kidding voice just bleeding yeah pass out too or was that was that i didn't pass out i don't think I think it was me, actually. Might have been you. So much all the time like that. Well, we've oh. all seen the sparkly sometimes when you do a line. Yeah. So, and then all of a sudden you see a oh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, ooh, wow. I mean, I don't I I have to go down for a while. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It's, um, I, don't, I don't have a favorite line. I can't, like, I don't have one. 
Messy, messy, messy. Messy, messy. Oh, dear. Those are little things. I, I can't, you know, I think I remember saying something. You know, You're in my personal space. Could you please get out? Thank you. Something like that. <laughs> that was pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> and that was mostly Cody. We got a little too close to Sam, right? So just be like, fuck oh, off. Oh. No, no. We, we used to, we used to. We used to get on each other's nerves a little bit. Like sometimes right. you, you, we had to learn when it was not the time to be like, cause we would like to kind of push each other's buttons a little bit, but, uh, but uh, you knew, like, I remember there's a couple of times where I, I remember Tony, I, he literally wanted to punch me in the face. Oh yeah. Yeah. He like, his, oh, yeah. he, he was, he was getting it from Danny and then I would be bugging him about or something. And, and, and yeah. he would be like, I think he's serious, dude. I wouldn't fuck. There was him. any other place or time. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, there was a couple of times where Tony literally would have punched me in the head for sure. And uh, oh, yeah. and for and, sure. And, yeah. and after a while, I realized, no, he's he's serious here. I'm gonna. Oh, yeah, dead serious. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I still love you. It was more like a. Oh, big no, 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 no. It was all. It was all literally punching the head in the heat in the trenches, so to speak. Yeah, you know, it was like you're you're tempting fate here when you're trying to like push everybody's butt, and then it's like, okay, well, maybe I'll just sit over here and be. Yeah. <laughs> well, while, while Tony says, "Yeah, good times" for the fifteenth million time. <laughs> it was such a fine line, wasn't it? It's because we. Were it is, so, yeah. Like we were in the trenches together, so like authentically, right? And so I like the way you said authentically. <laughs> i've been i've been trying to learn that all day so thank you um, my favorite thing was how i i there was lots of times where i thought i did so good i was like yes that was awesome yeah, yeah, and it was just like do it no again. do it again more energy what is this you know too drama took you forever i was like oh okay i thought that was a good one <laughs> Can I, can I tell you guys, my favorite line still continues to be, it wasn't at the time, because I actually forgot, but literally was, uh, kick my feet, kick my feet. And yeah. I only have one image that I think, didn't I just float by on a fucking log or something? Or something, <laughs> yeah. or, something like that. Boat or something? But yeah. when we were going around North America, that was the line that I was able to like say to the kids. So like, you know, 2,000 kids going like, would you like to believe in your dreams, right? And, you know, 2,000 kids go, yeah! And then I'm saying, okay, well, just keep kicking your feet towards your dreams, right? And Very good. So I was just like, yeah, that's awesome. Oh, man. Yeah. My, my face hasn't hurt this much in a long time. Uh, <laughs> I really appreciate uh, what you guys are doing. Um, so we got Manny12445. Uh, was there a moment when the Eds are were going to date the Kankers? Oh, shit. I think Ed got into all three of them. Ooh. <laughs> Why do you think he's always laughing with his head back? You would not believe what I just did. <laughs> right? Like, come on, man. Yeah. Yeah. And Eddie probably got paid from him. Eddie was the one shooting the movie. What are you talking about? If there you go. Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> Eddie would be like, how can we make money off of this, man? Yeah. Ed in his super schlong. Let's get it out there. That's why he's I'm, I'm getting tired, Eddie. And, that's after <laughs> and I would just saying, Eddie, this lighting is atrocious. How is anybody going to see Ed's schlong? <laughs> Double D would have been the fluffer. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, 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 o
<laughs> Make sure you sanitize with a little oh, friggin' spray. Oh my goodness, totally. When was the last time you showered, Ed? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, buddy. The lube boy. Jamie! Oh, God. <laughs> Someone please crack a window. <laughs> oh. oh my god. I think that answers that question. I hope none if if, if that doesn't <laughs> And then Eddie goes, Hey, quick, give him your dildo. <laughs> there you go. Someone should animate that one. Yeah, there you go. That's that's George. Oh. I'm gonna get him right onto that one. Oh but. no. <laughs> so oh. there. And action! It's like, oh god. <laughs> oh. So Matt, this is for you, but I'm sure everybody's going to weigh in. How many pounds do you think Ed can bench press, given his strength? Uh, well, a whole heck of a lot of, um, you know, pressed buttered toast, that's for sure. So uh, I would say uh, at least 100 kg. It, it all depends if uh, he thinks zombies are around. Because that's if there's zombies... His, yeah. his fucking yeah. strength goes up like a hundred times. So regular Ed could probably bench press like 600 pounds. But if he thinks like a zombie is going to eat, hit, you know, yeah. his mom or something, he could probably fucking just lift the whole goddamn house. I'm more like a leg presser. So like that's <laughs> like for real. Like if you just did that, I could probably leg press like pretty much like the entire house. Squatting house, is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. You yeah. know how they have the hammer thing and you ding the bell at the fair? Yeah. Well, Ed just uses his fucking head. <laughs> <laughs> well, if he's not using that huge slong, I think... Or a slong, yeah. 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 <laughs> just right off the shoulder. Yeah. Ding, ding the bell. Ding the bell. I don't even have to pay for the hammer. Oh, I got my own. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, man. I didn't have a lot of control over it. That's all. Uh, I don't know what I was expecting, but I'm, I'm so fucking glad I'm alive today. <laughs> Mythbusters sent me from Reddit wants to know, why don't birds just take a bus south for the winter? Why don't the what take a bus south for the winter? The birds. Which birds? I fucking mind them, man. Some of these questions are weird. Oh, okay. Oh, I think... I, I think the birds have wings, man, and they can just fly. There you go. There it is. Wings. Um, well, there... the migratory patterns of birds are absolutely fascinating. Um, no, I have no answer for you, man. No. Well, we tried. Um, close, closest Axe wants to know, was there a line they, uh, that you always wanted to say but couldn't or have them? Well, we've already, you guys have already impersonated each other, so... Um, I, don't, I don't ever whenever whenever I have voice actors on last thing I want to do is like it's like having a comedian on him and tell me a joke I don't want to ask you guys to do your fucking voices it's annoying did you say was there a line we wish we could do but couldn't yeah yep good times <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could do it but I just couldn't <laughs> oh shit we lose Matt hold, hold on one second uh -oh. fuck it I'm paused it it's going um, yeah I don't pause it just keep going man all we'll, right. We'll find Eddie. You've been recording all that raw shit at the beginning. You missed out some friggin' some crazy. Uh, I'd like to. Nope. 
not over there. Uh, what's the most inappropriate thing they got away with saying on the show? Did you guys slip anything in there? There he is. I have no idea, man. I don't know. I just did what I was told. Yeah, really hard to slip anything into that show. Um, Welcome back, Matt. Hi, guys. Hi, Matt D. Yeah. Uh, there, there, yeah, there was no, there was no real slipping in lines here and there for, uh, I remember one time and I was amazed. I made a slight suggestion to turn, like Ed was calling it something about a rabbit. And I said, Ed wouldn't say rabbit. He'd say bunny. And, 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 and I remember Dan goes, yeah, he'd say bunny. I was like, holy shit. He took that. Wow, they're actually going to use that. Like, like, that's the only time I ever think that he actually went, yeah, that, that's better. I want, so there wasn't a lot of slipping things in or, okay. you know, changing dialogue. He, it was, it's not as the show went anyway. Banana Chip King wants to know, why do you think the show stands out in people's minds more so than so many others? Because it is original. It doesn't follow any like pattern, guideline, structure of other shows. It's not like any other show. It's original. Beautiful. And energy, energy, energy. <clears throat> it, well, he said, you, yeah. you had the, uh, I mean, uh, the like Danny was old school, old school kind of animation lover right going back to well one of the you know tech savior for sure but you look at the you look at the you look at the you know and even at the time you watch it and you go and then it goes somewhere you think it's going this place and then it goes somewhere completely fucking different yeah and uh and you never knew like what you know what i mean that's you never knew where the show was gonna go i mean it all kind of came made sense but at the same time it didn't like and it never followed a typical uh story pattern and just just in pure animation, aside from the characters and having all these cool characters, you look at the physical comedy and the and the the actual animated gags that they were doing. You don't you don't see that anymore, really. The way they're doing the the animated stuff, you know, harkening back to like Tex Avery and those. There was so much of that physical comedy and ideas put in those things about old school animation. What made it so good? It's the whole show. When you go back and watch, it's just filled with that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It might have been one of the last shows. I don't. I'm just going to use it as fact because I don't fact check shit around here. Um, yeah. But I think it was one of the last shows Cartoon Network did where it was actually pencil to paper. And shortly after, they started yeah. switching to almost an entirely just everything digital. So you, I, well, yeah. Opinion, and even you know, even Danny had that on his. He got a new tattoo. Digital art. Claiming you know as a you know fuck digital draw, and we're all like. Fuck digital draw, you know, like, okay, and we don't, you know, like, but now it's like, you go, yeah, yeah, fuck digital draw, right? But this well, you, is the I think you lose a lot of that heart and that soul when you're not, you know, it sounds fucking super pretentious, I know, but pen to paper, you know, or pencil to paper, you get, you're putting something in there, you know, you have to physically erase it. It doesn't come out perfect each time. And then when you have something like a tablet, you can just sit there and wipe away and it's like, it never fucking happens. So I think, I really do think you lose something in between there. Like, uh, how great this conversation would be if we were all in the same bar, right? Smoking, yeah. and drinking, and having a good time. It would have, you know, more heart, more soul than this. Even though this is fucking fantastic. A first of everything, Tony, 
right over there, man. Well, I'd be I'd be wearing pants too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would, especially not up to the street. <laughs> So uh, Gemini Seven Twenty wants to know: uh, not choosing your own character. Uh, who is your favorite character? Ralph. Ralph, yeah. I don't know if Matt's getting ready to answer or not. Matt, you thinking it over, mulling it over? Yeah, man, it's like God. So, because I like honestly, I loved every single character. Because well, I love everybody, but it's uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, obviously, because I got to play Ed. It's to me, it's a treasure for me, just as a human being. Um, but I don't know, man. I think um, nope. I go with the first one. I just, I just love everybody, man, because because that's to me that's it was the brilliance that every single character brought to it that is i once again i think is what made the show so freaking amazing right because yeah. you know what i mean it's uh that's yeah that's my answer although i always had a bit of a um i really actually had a bit of a crush on nas but that's a different <laughs> yeah join the club man you know. and what about you did you hear the part the question either way uh, other than your own character who was your favorite on the show uh, like I said, I, I thought Johnny Two by Four was just interesting. He's just, just yeah, he's cool. strange as hell. Um, but I, lo I, I like, I don't know, man. Rolf yeah. was very. They're all. I loved all the characters. I can't say that there's. You know, if I have, I really Matt would fucking crack me up sometimes just because he was just. Oh, yeah. and some some of the lines that Matt would be given just oh. just would just be like. <sighs> Just I don't know. Sometimes you just feel like, oh God, that's so fucking funny. I mean, when I, when I would watch the show, I you know I'm being honest. Matt would make me laugh the most when I like Ed would just make me fucking laugh. He was such a fucking tool, you know. It was just, yeah. I mean, it from it would probably be a tie between Ed with Ed and Rolf, but it yeah. it's the three shoe beating freak outs that just did me in, man. Yeah, Rolf, yeah. Still has, Rolf still has my favorite line and insult of anything I've ever seen in my life. And I try to use it at least on a weekly basis. Sometimes I dial it up just to say it. But whenever he's, I think he's got Kevin in his hands and he says, confess to your crimes, you stale end piece of white bread. And I don't know what it is about being called a stale end piece of white bread, but it resonated with me. I'm like, man, that's like the white <laughs> in the world. I'm like, fuck, it, it hurts. That's, that's <laughs> close to a cracker. Yeah. <laughs> uh, first. Um, but uh, yeah, so it, it, he always had the greatest insults. So uh, I'm Ozonit23. Uh, there's 22 of those already taken. Um, obviously, you know what they're up to these days. They're still voice acting, and Tony's doing some other projects. So Blood Otaku wants to know. Nope. Uh, what do they? Am Jesus Christ! I should have fucking went and you know pre-read some of these ones. Um, so, one of the questions they want to know is: Do you guys think uh, the Ed Boys Peach Creek and the cul-de-sac is purgatory? I don't. With the exception of the hat thing, right? I never heard. I watch cartoons just to veg out, just to enjoy my time. You know, relax, decompress. All these crazy fan theories that I've heard. I've heard that the Rugrats are all in Angelica's mind. Uh, the, you know, Tommy was stillborn. The twins died, and all this other crazy stuff. These fan theories. And the one they want to want to know is: is 
all the cul-de-sac kids in purgatory and is that why the parents don't exist you guys ever heard that one i've i've heard of the purgatory theory i never i've never really contemplated it that much um and the parents do exist you just never see them i don't know man Oh, no. <laughs> joy, man. I don't know. <laughs> Dude, maybe they're not, man. I don't know. <laughs> this, uh, maybe, I don't know. Like I said, uh, there's like four or five different double D's hats. There's a dildo and then an unborn fetus in there. See, we answered that one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I want to see that into a t-shirt. If we're being completely honest, if anybody can pull it off, I think Danny could. I mean, That'd be a fantastic. That'd be a sick T-shirt. I'd wear it. I'd wear it every. I'd wear it to my kids' school. I I think what they should do is they should do a T-shirt with a Velcro hat, so you can <laughs> put it on. So it's there like you know, you know, and you fucking just rip it off your shirt and put it back on. You know what's under there? And you go, oh fuck! Ah! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've got my pad and I'm writing that one down right yeah. now. I want to see it out there. Market it, somebody. Cool. You have I want 5% of the IP. I know Cartoon Network owns everything, but who cares? Ed could have Velcro pants when you pull it off. He's just got that oh, shit. Yeah. giant can we, get, can we, we need to do like one for each character. <laughs> no, one yeah. where the pants come off and it's frigging like tied to his ankle. It's just wrapped <laughs> around like an anaconda all around one of the legs. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe oh, fucking oh, Eddie. Maybe Eddie has a little tiny fucking alien fucking operating him he was just a fucking you know humanoid fucking ro you know alien robot or something i don't know fuck there you go there it is pull the shirt off and it's just a robot yeah it's just a fucking little mini robot fucking alien operating a must make more fucking job breakers <laughs> more job breakers for our planet oh you're hilarious oh my I'm writing down all the t-shirt ideas. We just got to come up one for Eddie. So we got double D's one with a hat with a Velcro and a dildo. And then Ed, long slong Velcro tape over his crotch and then a picture of his wang. We got to come up one with one for Eddie. So yeah, Eddie, you take the shirt off. He's being controlled by an alien that survives off jawbreakers. Alien jawbreakers. Got it. Yeah. All right. I'm going to see what I can do about these t-shirts. He's just a robot. All right. So uh, Timmy the Fox wants to know, Buttered toast with gravy or gravy with buttered toast. It's some deep shit. Yeah. Well, I'd say buttered toast and gravy or gravy and buttered toast. It's all fucking good. <laughs> so it depends if Ed's taking it to go to school, then it's just gravy on buttered toast. But if he's fucking at home, it's he's, yeah. he's just fucking on a plate, fucking gravy and the toast in the middle. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Full slather. I think we found out everybody's favorite line and Tony's not so favorite line. <laughs> did did you guys expect the show to have been as loved as it is by so many? No. No. I don't have any expectations at all. No. You know, as actors, right? We just want we're just super stoked to be able to keep working and you know play our trade as voice actors. And so you know, the only way that I know, because I didn't watch video games, we didn't watch, I mean, I never read trade papers and this and that. I knew we were getting really um, popular when every time Danny or somebody would come in from, you know, the show and say like, hey, well, we're number one here. Or, hey, you guys, you know, get a good week here or whatever, right? I didn't play in Canada either when we were doing it. So no. there, there was so, some kind of cool stories that you would hear from people yeah. like 
internationally because yeah. Cartoon Network was everywhere at that point and was becoming an international thing. I remember my ex was on a plane coming back from Israel and she was on the plane with some, uh, some American, uh, I'm not sure if they're Marines or uh, Army, but she just caught, got caught in a conversation with them. And, you know, she mentioned, that, oh, yeah, my, my husband's, he's a cartoon guy and he's on Ed, Ed and Eddie. And they all freaked out because that's the, fu- you know, the, when they were stationed over there, they were fucking watching cartoons. And that was one of the shows that they were watching. So they were tickled pink that, you know, yeah. you know double D, you know, you know. So, you know, that was kind of a cool thing to hear about, like internationally different people were really into it you know well that was kind of cool and when we were on our our run around north america same thing across canada like nobody knew and the second we went into the states and we did our first school it was like holy shit like we we got like you know two thousand kids in each school and their teachers and parents going like what holy fuck what and so you know so for like 50,000 kids and 220 school presentations, that's when I really realized actually how effing popular this show was just south of us in America, right? And so, you know, it's like, then you take this around the world and go like, you know, like that. Now we, we know how many people watched it. Right? It's just like, it's kind of huge, you know? It's, uh, yeah, it was, it's one of those ones that hit. And then I'm glad you brought that up because I actually took this show with me when I would deploy. I told Tony this story briefly when we first started talking a few months ago. Um, there was certain things that I took with me whenever I would deploy. Obviously, you know, if you can see I'm in the back, huge comic book fan. So I would always take comic books and books, grown-up books and shit, like Stephen King, stuff like that. But I always had, and I wish I had it up here, but I had a DVD case. And most kids, you know, won't have DVD cases anymore. I had two or three of these things that weighed about 40 or 50 pounds. And back in that day uh, in the Navy, you don't really buy dvds one person would buy dvd and then everybody would rip it right and put it on a disc and then everybody had that movie um you can get it off most people know torrenting and shit like that so i had the entire series of the ed boys you know dexter's lab you know insert any show essentially from cartoon network or you know nickelodeon and i had these shows with me um and when i would feel at my lowest right or i'd feel like fuck i just miss my wife and son because we had just got married we had just had our first kid you know, I would miss, I missed the first four years of his life, essentially. Um, and, you know, like when you're out to sea and you're by, ever, you're by yourself, you're around people, but you're by yourself. You're on this isolated island. Um, you know, crazy shit goes through your head. You're just like, fuck, man, like, why did I do this? You know, you guys were able to break that cycle of that, just not self-pity, but just, you know, always being down, depressed, when you're missing my wife, missing my son, you know, missing first words and first walks, you know, first steps and all that other crazy shit. You know, you guys were able to take my mind out of the, the, the depression that I was in during that time and refocus it and just fucking just decompress, essentially. Right. I didn't know I could smile then. And you guys gave me a choice or you guys gave me the opportunity to smile with this show. Um, you know, so you guys mean a lot to a lot of fans, is essentially what I'm getting at me being included. And a lot of them we would see on a lot of these cartoons we would see on AFN. They would show them on the Armed Forces Network when we'd be deployed. You know, so you guys something at a specific point in time that can't be measured with analytics. Can't well, I mean, it can. They'll tell you how many viewers you watch. So I'm already sounding stupid, but it, it goes further than analytics. Goes further than a Nielsen rating. Goes further than numbers and, and rankings and ratings and all the other shit. Man, you guys touch so many lives by just 
doing what you guys do, man. Like you, like, like I say all the time, you guys don't write it. You don't, you don't fucking sit there and draw it, but you guys add that last element, you know, for those two mediums, they're both two dimensional, right? Writing and, and art is two dimensional for the most part when you're drawing. You guys are that third, right? You guys made it 3D for a lot of us fans. You guys sat there and put and sucked into the heart and soul of this show and gave us something to to fucking be a fan of. So right off the bat, man, hats off to you guys. I appreciate everything you guys have done. You guys did something, like I said, that was so fucking phenomenal with the dildo on his head. Um, so phenomenal. And I think that's why so many fans, so many fans love this show because of that reason, right? Um, so let's get to a couple more of these questions um how'd you manage i don't know uh if you could get jesus christ these fucking people are idiots um have you guys sorry um like i'm sitting reading some of these guys questions and it's like did you auto correct 90 percent of this shit none of the stuff makes sense um fuck man read reread something once or twice it might help talking to you reddit um what were your thoughts on where ed and double d would be today and we're going to throw in eddie because tony was a surprise guest here today so where do you guys think ed eddie ed ed and eddie would be right now crickets (laughs) (laughs) eddie would probably have his own legal grow up man wow man it makes perfect sense are you kidding me eddie would friggin be a dealer for sure well, you've got, you've got, you guys could really make a, a Breaking Bad run at this because you've got a chemist right here and you've got a pack mule diagonally from us, guys, right? Matt Hill, he can carry all that weight. He can carry Ed would have been the enforcer. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> breaking Bad. We, we could have like Ed's Breaking, breaking Bad. Ed. Right? Yeah. yeah. Just be like, okay, Eddie, okay, load me up. Yeah. <laughs> For, for Double D, I think the mother-son bond is so strong there, it would be really hard for him to leave. Like base motel leave? Venture out into the world. Like, Ed, Eddie would be like, come on, let's get a fucking place together, you know? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'm saving totally. here on rent. My mom, I need to take care of my mom. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. Totally. Well, That's true. Uh, I think anything that double d would do eddie would be making like if eddie's gonna do the grow up he's gonna need you like you said he's gonna need the chemist and you know and i you know you know double d definitely has a you know he loves botany uh for sure you know he would was like dude we gotta make these strains so freaking potent (laughs) you know fascinating all right you know so i think he'd be he'd be very very interested in making those th levels like just friggin yeah like the chemistry behind it. How can we do this? Oh, my little buds, how can we make you? Here you are. And I talked to them. Exactly. And he'd be like, fuck, let me try some already. Is this stuff good or not? You know? I'm not selling it. So what do you, and I'd be studying fucking Eddie's response to the THC and. Mm, oh, fascinating. Oh. How's it? <laughs> and Ed's response would always be the same. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are you too? Are you are you feeling it, Ed? I mean, I think it'd be neat. I, I mean, I could probably gravy and toast. You know, it's just yeah. like oh shit. Well, I think I'd be able to definitely like do the pedal power or something like that. Like if that was a way for us to generate like the. You oh know, yeah, because we didn't want we wouldn't want to be on the grid because they'd figure uh, it out. 
So we need that's like right. power to generate our own yeah, electricity. Kind of like a Flintstone <laughs> thing or whatever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Kick yeah. your yeah. feet, Eddie. Kick your feet, yeah. Kick my feet. Okay, up we go, Eddie. Here we go. <laughs> Grow, 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 little buddies. Yeah. <laughs> just put, just put a box. He's just watching zombie movies twenty four seven. You feed him his gravy and his toast. Yes, paddle it away. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> we have to revisit that earlier question, and we're gonna instead of doing pounds, we're gonna do it in kilos. So, how many kilos do you think Ed could lift out of the forest because oh. of Eddie's grow up? Oh, well, I mean, the, you know, like, for real, it's endless possibilities there, mister. You know, I could like, because if it was for my brothers, then that's to me, that's, you know, that that's it right there, right? You know, because I think if I've learned anything, it's about Polo, man. So, you know, it's, uh, yeah. Beautifully said. Um, this one we might have to skim over because I'm not one of those fans that can tell you what happened in each episode. Maybe you guys know, um, but like I said, we can skim over if we need to. Uh, is the Ed, Ed, and Eddie episode the Eds are coming canon? If so, where would it fit in the show's timeline? I'd have to go back. In between the first episode and the last episode. You heard it here first. <laughs> was that was that the was that the zombie apocalypse aliens coming to get us all that one i honestly can't remember yeah. i mean i'm re-watching the series now but i'm not one of those guys that just can sit there and retain like uh, the all that other shit so um I, I'll do some homework after after this and then i'll report back yeah. to that so he can report back to you guys so yeah. um how was your relationship with the rest of the crew? Well, you've seen what you guys or how you guys interact now. Um, and do you still talk? So were you guys other voice actors and stuff like that? Voice actresses as well? Were you guys pretty close or which everybody just clicks? Ed's the cankers, you know, the other cold sack. Oh, yeah, I love all of them, man. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, it was a good, it was a good crew of people. Um, the thing is, is that they would break it up. So it wasn't the full cast. They would like get the other characters in there and then they just throw the Eds in there. It was just us in the studio most of the time. Yeah. It would have taken 12 hours if you had all of us in there. Well, yeah, yeah. That, they the did it to, for, for time's sake, yeah, but... Yeah. Uh, I think so the first we, episode we, we, we did it. We did it one first, time. Yeah. Usually it would be like, we come in after they'd done the, the, the other characters and we just kind of say hi to them and, you know, how to go and they're like... Ah. <laughs> and then... Uh, yep, good times. Yeah, yep, good times. <laughs> we, were the, we were the two o'clock crew all the time. Was Ours it the two o'clock crew? Yeah, or one to six or whatever. Yeah. But everybody, everybody, uh, everybody enjoyed. Like I say, most of the time it would be at the at the at the Christmas parties where we would, you know, all hang out together and you know and uh, have fun. That must be that must be uh, Ed's uh, you know voice chatter his little music when he when he, when he gets just a long one. Um, but as we go to the next one, Sam the Kitnicks, I think that's right. As adults, what brands and type of alcohol would you guys drink as your characters? Oh, uh, I would I would drink non-alcoholic booze, probably. Some Swan Lager, maybe here. <laughs> Eddie would have gone, had to gone to treatment and would have been sober now. <laughs> what about you, Ed? What is what is Ed drinking besides gravy? I'd be drinking like sparkling water because you know yeah. 
Yeah, I think Ed's, you know, heart is that pure, you know. It's it's just just like everything is sparkly. So, you know, it's uh <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's good. Well, but see, Eddie would have been the one that's introducing us to all this stuff. You know, he'd give us yeah, a little yeah, sip yeah. of like friggin' wild. Well, you know, we'd be like, "My God, man, how do you drink this stuff? It's absolutely atrocious." You know, and Eddie would be like, "Yeah, grow a pair, Double D," and we're like, "Oh, fuck, okay." You know, so I think anything that we tried, it would have been pushed on Eddie's fault for sure. Have you tried? You know, like he'd be like, "This is the first time." He's like, "Friggin'." jawbreakers that were dipped in some kind of uh hallucinogenic or something oh, man that'd be a good episode yeah. <laughs> there you go <laughs> he's got a special kick and they're like like two hours my older brother my brother yeah my older brother gave me these jawbreakers he said they were special yeah oh yeah <laughs> all of a sudden the pupils See, this is, yeah, these are the things we want to see. They're tripping. We're just going through the cul-de-sac and oh, seeing all the characters. Yeah, Psychedelic yeah. cul-de-sac, man. Yeah, dude. We're like falling over and just like licking whatever it is on the ground in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, you, you, you did that anyway. Yeah. Like I'm just, it's like a liquid and then it's just like, oh. And then. The dirt tastes like dirt. Yeah. But, <laughs> I think Ed was always licking shit anyway, so it's true. <laughs> so, um, I think you guys kind of answered this one, but Water Sandwiches wants to know: Did you have any inspiration for the characters? Um, yeah, did you have any inspiration for the characters for some of the scams that were pulled on the show? We essentially, you know, you, you came out and said, "Oh, he should save instead of rabbits," and I know it was all Danny. Um, oh, that's yeah that was that was that was the the mind the the brain super brain working on that with the uh the writers and the storyboard artists yeah uh, yeah we would just get our massive friggin storyboards like yeah, yeah. It, they were so detailed like so specific like all the gags and everything it was you got and it was this was for like a, an 11 minute it was this thick storyboards and you got your script and you got your storyboards and you needed to go through them just to know exactly because if you didn't danny would know it (laughs) you know he would know you you didn't see it because you don't know exactly precisely what's going on right now do you and you're like yeah i do no you go you know go look at the hell and then go through the friggin' storyboard and look at that (laughs) moment right there on that panel you go okay okay got it you know so, but we would do that. We would actually sit before we recorded, we would go through the storyboards together with uh, Terry, who was uh, the voice. And we sit down all together and go through that big damn storyboard and go through the panels and just go through it once before we recorded, just so we all yeah. were kind of uh, fresh, ready. Yeah. And it was energy, 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 faster, faster. Yeah. Did you guys, it's going to sound like a, an ignorant question, I guess, or a stupid question, but were you guys, whenever you would record your lines, was it one in at a time, or were you guys physically in the same room playing off of each other? Oh, no, we were in the same room poking each other in the ribs every time we fucked up, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we were all within punching distance of one another, so to speak. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. Who got hit more? Nobody, Nobody got hit. It never, it never came ah, to that. It came Nobody to got hit. 
Uh, no, no, no. We... I'm, I feel pretty thankful that I just as you know me got to be standing in the middle between these two. So it was no, it was power. no. You maybe that happened. No, you were always on the far side. I was you in the middle. Closest to the door. Tony was in the middle, and then Tony was right next to me, and that was part of the thing. Is like he was always oh. next to me. And you know what? No. You're For right. all the joking about the hitting and stuff, there was a lot of times where it was fucking absolutely amazing. Oh, there was very, very few times where it was actually like, I'm going to punch you out. No, no, but no, it wasn't like that. But it was be because there were certain times, and, and I'm not going to say every episode was like that, but out of all the episodes that we did, there was maybe three or four recordings where it was just a little extra that day. Like whether... It you was know, somebody's turn that day. Yeah. Yeah. It was somebody's we all, turn. We all had our turn. Yeah. So, you know, and those, and those days it would, you know, you, you kind of just backed off in the whole thing just because you knew today's not the day to like be ribbing somebody because they were getting hammered or whatever. So it was yeah. like, yeah, but we had a, we had, I, I mean, one of my first episodes, it was kind of a fun memory is like, I think it was maybe the second episode we'd done. I came into the studio and Tony had done an all-nighter somewhere. And I come into the studio <laughs> and this is Tony literally sitting in getting, like, he's, I come into the studio and he, this is Tony. <laughs> I made it, dude. I was, you know what? I won't even tell the story, but I can tell you right now, it was worth it. Yeah. And, and I can't even, I, I won't even, I can't, I do kind of remember what he said, where he was, but then I was like, are you okay? And he's like, yeah, man, I just been out all night. I was like, <laughs> it was all worth right, it. Well, I went to bed at nine o'clock and I'm prepared. Look at me. I mean, I have my little sandwiches here. Right I here. didn't mean to, but that's an opportunity you cannot pass up. Yeah. Yeah. I remember it was something. It was like, I was listening to a story, like a kid, like, wow. And then what happened? <laughs> Oh, gee, I wish I knew girls. <laughs> Living vicariously through it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. No, but anyways, that, that was just, a, I remember that moment. It was pretty funny. And, and just let me let me clarify real quick. When I mean punching, I, pro I don't know if I said punching or hitting. What I meant is because you were talking about ribbing, you know, elbowing people in the ribs. So who do you think got elbowed more whenever you would fuck up a line? Who fucked up more is what I'm getting at. Oh, me for sure. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna say honestly. I think Tony hey. got hammered the most out of all of us. Mm -hmm. Oh really yeah, did. I really did. Okay. Um and yeah, well, and, and and just when you'd think, okay, it's not gonna be me this right like today. Fuck! Before you know it, it's like fuck! It's me today, or you know, like but <laughs> most of the time it ended up getting you know Tony ended up getting the brunt of it for some reason. Yeah, it's like. uh but you, you know, always knew when it was just like, I know that's what I prayed for going, please don't let it be me today. Please just let me throw. Let all my takes go like, Oh yeah, that's pretty good. He got it. Right. You know, but then the time, the second, it's just like a train wreck. It just all of a sudden it's just like, ah, fuck. Not gonna, ah. You know, and then it's yeah, just lots like, of takes ended with the oh, word. Fuck. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I almost had it. Uh, exactly. You're like, yeah, yeah. got it in my oh, answer the last like, word. Fuck you. No. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, the dud wants to know what would dinner with your characters be like. <sighs> oh, I know uh, how it's going to end, Tony. But how's dinner going to start? 
escargot, some appies, maybe some calamari, deep fried pickles, steak bites, yeah, like whole bunch of shit, really, or one of everything. Um, maybe I'll take two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would want to make sure that everybody washed their hands before dinner. Sanitize, have a little spritzer. Yeah, a little spritzer. Yeah, I, yeah, I think I think Double uh, D would be exploring some kind of fascinating cuisine from a far flung stretch of the you know corner of the earth. You know, um, you know who knows? Maybe he'd be trying some <clears throat> insects that were you know a, a, a prime dish of some kind of foreign you know place where. Have you ever had deep fried spiders before? They're quite good. You know. <laughs> and high in protein. Yeah, so, high in protein. I want to go to Double D's house for dinner, but what is what kind of top shelf bread is Ed breaking out, Matt, for his dinner? Oh, top shelf bread? Uh, just, you know, it's a classic. It's like Wonder White. It's beautiful. Is is Wonder White the same thing as Wonder Bread? Just it's yeah. no, he, he meant Wonder Bread, but he just he's Ed. Oh. Uh, Wonder White. Isn't that what it's called? <laughs> no, Wonder Bread that's white. Wonder White. Wonder Bread, yeah. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't have it very much, but when I had it, it was really awesome. <laughs> he wasn't allowed to eat it as a kid. We had no name stuff. So when I got, you know, some of my buddies had like, they had like the classic American brands. I was like, oh, I want some of that. So yeah, Wonder White for sure. No, man, they still do it down here. They've, uh, if you got Nashville hot chicken, most of the time or, or anything that's worth its weight in barbecue, whenever you go to a barbecue, if you see them wrapping out, um, you know, wrapping paper, like uh, the butcher paper on your barbecue, you're in a good spot. And they always put two slices of Wonder Bread on there, and then pickles. So you got both sandwich. But Nashville hot chicken, they serve it on Wonder Bread as well. Most reputable places, at least. You know, good places. Reputable. Do you get little donuts and gravy on the side, too? Uh, well, it's funny. Um, we, I was stationed in Virginia. We actually had a Tim Hortons uh, on base. I think oh. it was like one of two, in maybe in the States, but I know for one or two specifically four bases. We, I think we were the only base that had uh, Tim Hortons. Um, but we what is it dipping dot not dipping dots oh shit Uncle Uncle oh, see, ten bits ten, there you go yes yeah, um yeah. they would always get a whole shitload of those and bring them in uh you know all oh, the ten bits yeah dangerous yeah. Those, will, those will put shit man when you have to be in a profession where you actually have to watch your weight and work out dude they would bring you know fucking 100 200 of these damn things and i'm a fat piece of shit so i see food i'm like well nobody's gonna eat this i might as well you know don't want to go waste so i'm just sitting here i'm trying to watch my weight put on like 10 pounds when i went up to virginia just off of donuts, man. So it's, yeah. a, it's a struggle. Um, you already answered that one. You already answered that one. Do they think they represent the characters in real life, or do you have anything in common with them? That's from Proto Double Zero. Yeah, I think so. I, I, I just think I don't know. I mean, maybe it's just a. Uh, energy thing i think I, I i think there's some parts of double d that are definitely there for me mm -hmm. uh i don't know 
Yeah, I mean, I saw him come out that way, like when when Tony was like finishing his butts on the side of your house, and then you know chucking them into the res into the, <laughs> the water source. But then you really, really remembered to tell him that like this is like a an estuary, you know. Uh, <laughs> I, you know, and and his reply to you was exactly the same way Eddie would basically is going. Not a fucking estuary. It's fucking. You know, it's I'm like, oh my god. These two are these characters. And then I realized, holy fuck, so am I. So yeah. it's, I think we come by them honestly. That's, you know, it's like, I'll take that as a good thing, right? So, <laughs> so awesome, Matt. Stack, stacks of Buddha wants to know best fan experience, favorite gag, or running, I'm assuming you meant to say running one off. I think, I'm not sure. But uh, best fan experience you guys have ever had. I got to imagine this is what's on my head podcast. I mean, you guys don't have to say that, but I had imagined. Well, no, no. I mean, uh, up to this point. Yeah, this is number one now. But <laughs> when he said, too, you bet your sweet bippy. Yep. Um, I don't know. Best single fan experience. I, I like to say I've, some of the things that you said today is I've heard, you know, from one or two uh, fans that talk about suffering through severe illness yeah. Um, being hospitalized yeah. uh, and just and just having Ed and Nettie be kind of like a light through yeah. that tough time in the world, you know and so that that kind of stuff moves it still gets me emotional because I go wow you know that means yeah. something to me yeah. you know people fighting for with illness and knowing that hearing our kooky voices and watching that show made them laugh and, and and just take their minds off their troubles that's huge yeah so for me that's that's probably the the biggest thing that i i've and and up to this day too is still i i don't you know when i do interact with the fans you know everybody's in a different place dealing with different things and they go your that show just gives me just just tickles me and, and it gives me some hope and i go that's great fantastic yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Hands down. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, man, you guys have touched a lot of people. And it's, you know, looking back on this, <clears throat> you guys lent a voice, man. You got, like I said, you guys created something. And, you know, when you can tell that whoever's doing whatever they're doing, if their heart and their soul is really in it, they're actually having a good time, it translates past what you guys do as a job. You get to see that. You can always tell when somebody doesn't give a shit about food, right? Whenever they cook something for you, Land tastes like shit. Ah, good enough for me, good enough for them. Same thing with movies or any kind of enter entertainment. When when somebody's got their heart and their soul or they're wearing their emotions out there and they're opening up to an extent, you feel that, you see that, and then it's very rarely is it ever replicated after that, right? It's like catching lightning in a bottle. So like I said, thank you for saying that. Um, I think we've answered what it was like working with uh, Danny Antonucci. We've got some great stories that we've heard. Um, do you guys have a favorite episode that you voice acted while being on this show? Was there one that stands out? The last one. The last one. The last show. That was that was that was an epic uh, adventure, and it was. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Even recording, like the first, uh, the intensity of the first half hour of that. Uh, I guess it's a movie, technically. Um, the intensity of us just being freaked the hell out 
and the audience doesn't know what the heck's going on and why this in, in, in this like this intense kind of like scene is going on where we're just so amped up and freaked the hell out and it's just like you know doing that whole intro to that show was just like intense yeah. especially because you know when we hear energy 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 well times that times 10 because that's where we had to be through the whole beginning of that yeah. but it was uh yeah that was uh that was pretty you know epic thing to be. i gotta go back and watch it again i've seen it like twice but it's time to maybe go back and watch it again um would uh while i'm getting to the next question would you guys watch the show while it was on or not really what was canada man well yeah i know but did, would they ever send like i know some people they would send uh shows yeah, we, we, got, we, had the, we got copies of it we got yeah yeah, yeah. yeah that's true we, yeah. they would they would they'd burn some uh like, some copies for us which was nice to watch and i still have a few of those yeah yeah yeah. Um, got them as well this i got vhs's man yeah oh yeah they got yeah and then it it started vhs and then they started yeah. giving burned uh, dvds which I was still got ed, ed and eddie vhs tapes, oh you man. still have those eh yeah, dude, in the other room. wow yeah. for sure um, huh the uh Kev Kevstermania wants to know this one's directly Related or towards you, Matt. Uh, he said, "For Ed, can you sing Your Love' by the Outfield?" I don't know. <laughs> what is that? I don't know if that's like deep cut something or. Can you be like the outfield, like that band, like the Your Love? No, Jesse's out on vacation far away. Is that what it is? I'm not sure, man. I don't know if that was that was the I don't want to lose your love. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that was funny when the first somebody sent me that. That was like that was hilarious. He, he's like, uh, Eddie's on a vacation far away. He's going to look for his best friend as uh, he's got his big dick in his hand. And he doesn't know where his bus pass is. He doesn't want to get lost tonight. <laughs> that okay? Oh, that would be really weird, eh? You go to give him your bus pass, you're like, geez, it's my dick. Where's my bus pass? <laughs> I don't want to lose my dick tonight. I don't know. I'll say. Good job, Matt. Like, we, the, the, the guy's like, that's not at all what I horrible. Sometimes you don't get what you want. No, this, there is, there, everything that any fan would want is in this video right here. Um, so, and what is it though? My face hurts so much from laughing right now. It, oh, it's such again. a great way to make your face hurt. Um, I think you answered that one. Zachary Diamond wants to know, did they ever get complaints from angry parents? If so, how'd you deal with it? Now, I told on an earlier podcast with Mike Kubat, um, I asked him about angry, uh, angry parent mail or, or hate mail. And they would get it in and they would put it on the board in AKA, right? They would pin up, you know, specific letters from parents and shit. But Mike had to take it one step further. He was like, yeah, I was actually taking my daughter uh, to a soccer game one time. And then we were with 
you know, her other soccer friends and their parents were in the back, right? And they were talking about Ed, Ed, and Eddie and how it was such a horrible show, how it was the worst show on TV. It was horrible for kids to watch while they had one of the main writers driving their kids and them to practice, unbeknownst to them, that he was the actual writer. Uh, yeah. They, have, so, they hadn't watched South Park then, I guess. I don't think so. so that's the family guy. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't remember angry parents. I remember grateful parents who brought their kids from Make-A-Wish Foundation to the studio to meet all the yep. artists yeah. and the actors and yeah. just so grateful that, uh, well, we were amazed that, you know, that was amazing that there was a couple of times that happened where this was what this kid's wish was. I want to go meet the people who make my favorite cartoon yeah. and to fly to Vancouver and meet all the artists and, and the actors. And that was like, yeah. that, those are parents, I guess they got it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, you know. I've, I've only ever had positive, like literally, you know, like I said, you know, teachers and parents and kids, like, you know, that the show really helped them get through like the toughest childhood or, yeah. you know, in that moment, you know, like the whole town's up for sale when the economic crash happened. And, you know, like that, they said like, you know, for real, Ed, Ed and Eddie was literally like one source of light in their life in that moment. Right. So that's, you know, it's, um, that's when you get those real moments like that in real time, even like Sammy said, us getting to go and visit, you know, make a wish foundation kids that get flown in here. It's like, that changes your life because you go like, holy shit, we're, we're getting to do this as our job, but yeah. we're then getting to have this experience and this feedback from someone else that's saying, that's all they wanted to do before they passed away. It, yeah. It's like changes everything, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I've never had any negative anything. No. Man, so, um, yeah. It's, it's always funny. Cause I guess the writers get it more because just yeah. artists, they'll, they'll get fan mail cause they'll send it to the studios or some shit. Like Do you that. think it's all right for children to be scamming people money for jawbreakers? It's not okay. It's like stealing. Cancel internet. My God! I mean, I I don't get people these days. There's there's a bunch of pussies running around, boys. But since you brought up jawbreakers, Waskily Wabbit wants to know: Have you guys finally gotten jawbreakers? Oh yeah, I've got, I've got a gigantic jawbreaker. I have a little suitcase of all different memorabilia. I got a friggin' it was from a fan. Yeah. Like a jawbreaker, got a big one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I still got mine. Yeah, yeah. I think it was from. I, I, I got it. I got. I got my jawbreaker. I'm only breaking it out in case of emergencies. Yeah, yeah. No. In case of. Yeah. One side of mine's getting a little bit dented because I just lick on it. Yeah, it is. It's like, you know. <laughs> uh, I, this one might be one you guys don't remember, but which bumper uh, or C, uh, Cartoon Network commercial was either of yours favorite to voice? I'm assuming is at the end of the cartoon, they would break through the Cartoon Network sign and it would be, you know, it'd have the Ed boys that would have oh. the extra. Do you guys remember any of that? Well, I remember doing Cartoon Cartoon Fridays on yeah. Cartoon Cartoon Fridays this week on Cartoon Cartoon Fridays. You know, we did. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> Tony, just lit up. He knows yeah. where you're going with this one. <laughs> yeah, so uh, we, 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 they would bring us in for these tags and sometimes they did some. Uh, we did the MLB one too. Yeah, there was a few, and yeah. and and it's yeah. because I didn't have Cartoon Network back in the day. Uh, I yeah. never saw any of them, and uh, 
now you can, you know, with the internet, you can pretty much see everything. Sometimes people send me, do you remember this? And I go, no, because I never saw it, but this is cool, you know? Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah. but specific ones, I don't, I'm mm -hmm. trying to remember what was. I remember there would be some times where we're meeting other characters from the other shows that were on at, in, at that time, you know? So we would be interacting with Dexter's Lab or Johnny Bravo or things like that. Um, and I think, I believe there was a couple of times where they actually did uh, animate, like a kind of Ralph Bakshi kind of thing where they have the animation and live action mixed together and stuff, um, if I remember correctly, but. I have to go back and look, because there's a montage video up there of every end episode cut scene where, like I said, somebody would break through the Cartoon Network wall and they did it, they got it on YouTube somewhere. So I'll, uh, I'll check that one out too and I'll write a report on that one as well. Um, are there any de de deleted, Jesus Christ, I stumbled on that one. Deleted cut scenes that they wish they could have made it to the final show. I don't think you guys would have really anything to see as far as that goes. I don't think anything got cut either. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, usually, usually by the time that we're getting the script and the storyboard, um, man, that thing had been already animated. Well, that way, right? Been well, you know, and combed over with a fine tune uh, whip. Was it animated? No. <laughs> So oh, you, guys weren't, you guys weren't matching. I, I, I can't remember what it's called. No, they animated it to our voices. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Well, but, and also too, you know, like to this day, this is the it's the only show I've ever worked on. I think you guys would say the same thing that we never had pickups to do, which is no, of, right? very rarely. No, that's what I mean. When you got it and like, you got the nod, yeah, winner. It was boom, it was on, you know, Solomon. So that says a lot. Right? The only time we ever got pickups is when Cartoon Network didn't approve they, of something. Yeah, exactly. That's the difference, right? But most but, of the time, cartoons. And then Danny was really upset. You know, they don't get it. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. And then uh, I think one was practice and standards or something, wasn't it? Yeah. Was what like, are pickups? Pick, well, oh, pickups are lines that uh, you, they need to redo. Okay. Because maybe it didn't yeah. work, or maybe it didn't. Maybe the show ran long, or they'll have to redo stuff or whatever. We never had to do that. Like, like no. that's brilliant. Because it was so, it was so finely organized with from the yeah. storyboarding uh, and the and what yeah. they wanted with the script. That was just rare. Like I said, the odd. How many times you'd get a shorter, shorter? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like, you know. They knew how long it had to be. Yeah. It'd be like, hey, can we ad lib something? No. <laughs> it's like, you know, but once again, right? That's the that's the truth of the vision that Danny had. That you know, thank God, yeah. because holy shit, man. That's that's why it was what it was. We just got to play in that field at that same level, right? So I agree awesome. totally, man. Uh, Raccoon's junkyard wants to know. He says, uh, this is my question. Sorry for my bad English. How did you feel to have been part of a show that lasted 10 years on the air, giving giving voice to their respective and iconic characters? I mean, he's got some pretty good words in there for his English not being that great. I mean, yeah. I think it's pretty good. Uh, and how did it mark you? I think you kind of answered that. Um, but I guess, like, uh, at the end of the day, man, do you guys get noticed for those three roles more than anything else out there? Or I would say yes in the top you yeah. know top two or three i i think personally that you you know i, I if you look at the spans of a career i think you have if you're lucky to have one or two shows tops that you can go yeah that thing has longevity that has a i don't you know i don't want to under you know use the word legacy um mm -hmm. 
lately. Oh, yeah. I, I think it. I think it applies to this show. Yeah, you can say legacy. I mean, mm-hmm. and that's just based on you guys. Yeah, I got nothing to do with it. Oh, you had you you three. No, had- I I mean in the sense that I just yeah. I was just freaking you know a twenty something kid going to do it do do my job, yeah. and and kind of and and it ended up like you know over twenty years later going wow we were a part of something that was a high quality friggin' animated show. Yeah, it seems to love five millions. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I don't know, just happy and it may never happen again. For for me personally, so I just enjoy what I got. Yeah. You guys, yeah, awesome. yeah. All right. Well, uh, I think I've kept you guys way too long, and I don't mean that to be bad. I think, uh, like I said, Tony, I know you need to sleep because you work some shit in two hours. But um, before I wrap it up, man, is there anything before I kind of close it out? Is there anything you guys would like to say to the fans, or you guys would like to say to each other? I don't know when the last time you all got to talk. Not like this for for something that I'm going to put out there. But I don't know the last time you guys got to talk. And if I've learned anything, and another defining factor of this podcast that all got the idea out of uh, when Kobe Bryant died uh, last year, right? Uh, there was a song that was released by an artist called Joyner Lucas, right? He had a song called Will. And his greatest inspiration was Will Smith growing up. I don't know if you guys have saw or heard this um, this, this uh, song. It's a beautiful song. But he goes through his entire essentially play when he does the video and it's every role will smith's ever played and every verse is related to a movie he's done and he's trying to show the fans like who he looked up to right um and then he has a line at the end of that thing that says we never know when it's our time to go so give them a rose while they're still here right so that stuck with me right and that's why i wanted to start this because i noticed that life was so fucking short right so i needed to get out and say everything i could say thank you more and more and more to as many people as i possibly could and you guys you three here being some of the top echelon people that i needed to say thank you to right but before i say thank you was there anything that you guys would like to say to each other while you're still here and on this call Everybody's like, well, you, you go first. No, no, you go first. Man. Go first. I like going first. Yeah. I'm only here because Matt and Sam are here. Yeah. Like, that's it. I really, I this whole thing for me is old. It's 20 years ago, right? Um, but you two, you guys are awesome. I love you guys. And that's why I'm here, just because I wanted to surprise you. And we've yeah. never done this, you know? Yeah. So I yeah. figured, might as well do it at least once. Yeah, man. Honestly, this is, uh, I mean, obviously I see, I run into Matt more than uh, I see Tony. Um, but yeah, this is amazing to see Tony again. I, I, I knew Tony would be chilling, living his life. Cause I, one thing I always uh, loved about Tony and I still do is that uh, you seem, you know, you always lived life on your terms, you know, and you just did what you wanted to do, man and i always respect you for that so thanks uh, yeah um get me all emotional now because you guys are like brothers from back in the day so that's what i mean yeah i love you guys can i I share something with you guys that literally that's why i thought it was so perfect when obviously when we were told it was going to be the last season um and i have a moment that i it still blows my mind because i I thought in some respects it was, I knew it was the end of, you know, this experience that we got to have together. And I was about to set out on, you know, going on our journey, you know, around the continent. 
And I'll never forget that last session because I knew that it was going to be my last session with you guys because we were heading out to go do something different. Um, and I made sure that like when we were leaving the studio that day at Coco, um, like I forced myself to like, look at you guys and say, I love you guys. Cause yeah. I, didn't, I didn't know if we were going to, you know, get to do stuff together ever again or whatever. Right. Um, but you guys for real, thank you for being in my life all these years. Cause, uh, um, I've always, like, always think about you guys and just send so much love and brotherhood all the time. So every time I get to do an ad, I'm just like, oh, I love you guys so much. So uh, <laughs> so thanks for being in my labs, brothers. All right, today, it's forever! You know? You love you too, Maddie. Yeah. Hey, Maddie. Uh, well, I want to thank you guys for, for doing this. Matt, you set it up with Sam, and then a listener came over and messaged Tony, and then Tony got with me after I deleted some messages. Um, we're all here now. And I want to say thank you again for this show, but thank you for spending some time with me. Um, like you've said, you guys have never done this before, so this is something that's special. Not the fact that there's going to be so many people that get to see this and get to see you guys and learn a little bit more about you, but to see what it was really like to work with you guys, man. I mean, you guys saw, like, I don't know when the last time you guys all physically talked, but it's like you guys have not missed a step. One goes and the next one goes and the next one goes. It, it, it's, it's refreshing to have people on here. Then you see that the same joy I have when I see you guys is the same joy you guys all showed each other when each one of you guys got on. That's when the fuck do you ever hear that in the industry you guys work at where almost everybody or everybody for every for anything I know, everybody on that show liked each other. Everybody on that show enjoyed going to work, no matter how hard it was. Now, how many times you had to say the lines that you had to say, and I won't PTSD reasons, I won't bring it up. To <laughs> uh, but all those lines, all those hard days, all those long hours, all those kids that you guys touched both, you know. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, oh, <laughs> We started saying whoa, and then I just stopped my point. And I was like, all those kids you touched here, oh, here, oh. here, you guys came into everybody's house via a TV, not the window. <laughs> came into TV, and you guys inspired an entire generation. And we're, we're the first set of fans mm. to kind of get to sit down and do this shit because of the advent of social media. You know, so, you know, essentially what I'm getting at, man, is thank you guys for sitting down with me. Uh, if this does anything, I hope you three talk fucking every day from now on right that's what i hope to see man uh tony matt sam thank you guys for everything you guys have fucking done uh and i'm just gonna end it with this man he's been tony that's been matt that's been sam that's been ed ed and eddie it's been the what's in my head podcast and this has been a fucking blast thank you guys so much appreciate you guys i love you guys bye, bye, buddies. Bye. Love, you guys. love you guys Thanks again for checking out the What's In My Head podcast. If you're digging what you're hearing, leave us a five-star rating. That will help other fans of animation and pop culture find the show. Don't forget to smash that subscribe button, tell a friend, and I'll see you guys and gals next week. Good night.